welcome to Seeking the Silver Lining. This is your host, Lori. And with that, let's get into today's episode. So today, we're talking about seeking a messy life. And I know you're like, uh, Lori, why, why do we want a messy life? Um, and the truth is, I don't think any of us really want a messy life. But here's the thing. Life is messy, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, your position in life, your stage of life, life will always be messy. And so the philosophy I've been trying to embrace is to, you know, instead of fighting against it, try and work with it. And there is a quote that, um, Eckhart Toil said, and the quote says, accept, then act. Whatever the present moment contains, accept it as if you had chosen it. Always work with it, not against it. Make it your friend and ally, not your enemy. This will miraculously transform your whole life. And wow, that quote hits me like in the gut every time because I feel like so often as someone who's very high strung and wants things to follow her plan it's hard for me I really react badly when things don't go my way if I'm a hundred percent honest it is something I struggle with and I fight it and I resist it and it ruins my day. It ruins my mood. Whatever this thing may be, this this messy part of my life that occurs, it just throws me in such a negative mindset and attitude. And that's when I have to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. I am choosing to see the worst in this situation. And there's nothing I can really do to change it other than what you know I can actually do, but a lot of times it's beyond my control. When that happens, just like this quote, I have to accept it and then I have to make the best of it. I have to, you know, work with it. And you know, I just I'm trying to think of an example, but the one that comes to me is um, I had a complication when I was going from high school into my senior year. Um, There was an incident with my school where I went to private school, the new one took over, it was very ugly. And my only options were to really go back into a public school and they wouldn't accept my credits because they were Christian school credits and therefore, they didn't count. And so I'd have to redo most, if not all of my high school. And I was so frustrated, but God had already paved the way, or if you don't believe in God, the universe had already paved the way. Um, When I was in high school, I took college, advanced college classes at my local community college. And because I had already been accepted, I didn't have to reapply and submit like a high school GPA or, Uh, SAT or anything like that. I was already in. And so I could sign up for freshman year classes. 
And so what my mother did is she helped me, you know, prep all of my freshman year classes and get my foundations down and also take extra classes that would fulfill um, the state of Maryland's high school homeschool requirements. So in that way, I would receive a completion certificate and I'd be working, you know, towards my first year of college, all in my senior year of high school. And that was messy and it was hard, but after I stopped fighting it and I accepted it and I flowed with it, it has put me a whole year ahead of all of my other classmates and peers during this time. And honestly, I'm so grateful because it also ended up being much cheaper. Um, I got a transfer scholarship to my current college. I saved so much money by going to my first two years of community college that my debt is very minimal. And it ended up being a blessing. And when I started to look at the positive side of things um, and embrace that messy period of uncertainty that, you know, good, good things came out of it, good outcomes were made. And I think I really resonated with, um, I mentioned in the last episode of season one where I kind of told you where I was that I've been reading this book Grace Not Perfection by Emily Lay. And she has this chapter of her book called Get It Your Hands Dirty. And this whole chapter is pretty much talking about having grace to accept the mess in your life, to to roll with it and learn from it. Um, and you know, there's, there's good and bad in messy. Um, Bad could be uh, very upsetting situations. It could be things not going your way. It could be very sad situations, um, fi poor financial situations, whatever it may be. Um, it could be as simply bad as in like the whole house is a mess and you're tired and you still have to cook dinner and you've got 20 million tasks to do and it's just adding up to be a really messy and difficult day. Or there's good messy, like watching your little siblings make a mess but have fun playing or learning a new hobby and in the midst of it, you realize that your room has just imploded <laughs> from your creative endeavors. Um, so mess doesn't have to be good or bad necessarily, but it's still a mess. <laughs> um, and for the perfectionists, if you're like me, um, you know, you often try and chase this ideal that your life has to look like the strong woman you see on television or the perfect um, like picket, white picket fence I ideal or, you know, often um, I was reading a another book i believe it's called enough as she is by rachel simmons um but she she basically said like as young girls um you know we're told we can be anything but we believe that we have to be everything and i just feel like that's that's something that really resonates with me because i know i'm that way and i just it's, it's okay to have a mess and it's okay to make mistakes um, and to not do things right the first time and to not 
do everything you feel like you have to do on your to-do list. Like it's okay. You're human. You're flawed. And, you know, sometimes it even keeps us from our fear of being messy and giving into the mess or leaning into the mess makes us not, you know, chase our aspirations or chase our goals because we're so focused on trying to be this perfect being. Um, And here's where I'm going to insert a a small bit from um, Emily Lay's um, chapter. She said, no matter what your passions are in this life or what road you're traveling or what goal you're chasing, know this. It's okay to get dirty. It's okay to try one thing, mess up, and try something else. It's also okay to keep trying to climb that same tree, even if you fall down 10 times. The difference between people who achieve their goals and people who don't is their ability to dust themselves off and wear their dirty outfit proudly. And wow, those are some powerful words because... I just, especially at the end here where she says, the difference between people who achieve their goals and people who don't is their ability to dust themselves off and wear their dirty outfit proudly. And for me, I I just relate because some of the most strong and capable women I know openly admitted their mistakes. And I'll give an example. And this resonates with me again, because I'm preparing to be a teacher. Um, I was in class one day and my professor, she was my history teacher in high school and she was teaching um, and she hadn't realized it, but she was teaching a day's lesson ahead instead of that day's lesson. And she was so passionate about it. And she prepared like one of like the most interesting um, presentations she had created yet. And we were all really into it and we just didn't want to tell her (laughs) that um, she was messed up. But after a while, when we realized she was about to um, get into some quiz material, we, we ended up having to be like, ah, I'm going to call her Miss S. <laughs> we were like, Miss S, um, you're on the wrong. You're a day ahead. And um, she was like, oh, oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to teach this wrong. Um, and then later she was having, I remember several times where she had to admit, Hey, I can't get this to work. It's not working. And she would ask for help. She would be like, Hey, could one of you help me figure out what's going on with the projector? Or, hey, could you help me know how to do this better and present it to you in a way that works for you? And she was just so willing to see where she had gone wrong or see where she had messed up or see where she had failed and then, you know, dust her dirty outfit off and wear it proudly and move forward stronger than before. And I just think that's a great um, philosophy to have for life. You know, we can't always clean up the mess. So sometimes we have to accept it. And when we're trying and trying and failing and failing or messing up, We have to have the um, grace to, um, you know, say, hey, this isn't working, but I'm going to try it again. I'm going to try something else. 
and wear your mistakes boldly. Don't be afraid of them. Um, making mistakes doesn't mean you are any less worthy than you were before. If anything, it means you're more experienced than you were before. Um, and sometimes in this world of social media and all this, you know, connected but not connected culture, we often see all the highlights in people's lives. And I notice that a lot. Um, I have to be so careful of that on social media because I, I just, you see everybody's highlights. You see the vacations they're going on, their weight goals they are achieving, their promotions and blah, 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 and this and that and the other. And you start to feel so alone. Like, am I the only one who has this messy existence? Am I the only one who's just failing and, and making mistakes and not making the right choices? The truth is you're not alone. You're not alone at all. There's so many other people out there that are making mistakes and those people you're seeing are making mistakes too. They're just not posting about it. In fact, I actually, when I did my latest social media cleanse, I also went and tried to find um, creators that were inspiring, but also showed the messy sides of their lives. Cause I wanted to surround myself with influence, with influences that were real and raw and honest because that's how I'm aspiring to be. I want to embrace, and I hope you do too, this, this messiness in our lives. And let's say, um, you mess up and I'm going to use the example of maybe you, you mess up in your relationship or you mess up with your job or you mess up with some kind of you know research project or something and you don't or maybe a business endeavor like you couldn't get orders out or um you messed up uh somebody's um whatever it is they get from you as a business but whatever it is you mess up and in this position, you're also accountable for other people or a project or a service. There's also importance in how you recover from this mess you've either created or, or been thrown into. And this is, I, I promise, the, the last quote I'm going to use, but in um, Emily Lay said, the truth is we all fall down. We all mess up and make mistakes and do and say the wrong thing sometimes. But the beauty is in the recovery. The beauty is in the recovery. It's in the way you handle yourself as you pick up the pieces. It's in having dignity when you're embarrassed. It's in being grateful when you're exhausted. It's in having integrity when you've made a mistake. And I just think that sums it up perfectly. Um, it's not always easy to admit you've done something, but what's even harder is how to clean up the mess and fix it. And sometimes you can't, and sometimes all you can do is try, but it's, it's the way you go about it. It's the way you choose to address it. It's, again, when she said having dignity when you might be embarrassed or even having... Um, 
the, she says, being grateful. Um, and by being grateful, I mean, that can be hard to do when you're faced with just this huge, overwhelming, I keep saying mess, but that's all I can think of, like this disaster in front of you. Um, it's being grateful in the lesson. Um, there, There's this, um, in classrooms, we call it like a fixed mindset or a growth mindset. And I think with life, it is crucial that you have that growth mindset to look at all these tangled up dirty bits that all these low lights that are troubling you, all these obstacles, all these mistakes, um, all these failures, and to say, what can I learn from this? What, what did I do wrong? Maybe what can I try next time? I learned that this doesn't work, but I learned that this does. So going forward, I know that I can do this instead. Um, I think it's so important that we see everything as an opportunity for learning and to become better people. Because if we don't, then we're going to blame it on others. We're going to blame it on circumstance. We're going to fight and kick and scream and throw a fit over it and nothing is going to change. No good is going to come out of that. Um, and I also want to say like sometimes when things are particularly bad, like I know with Orion, he was sick um, and I was exhausted. I had been, I had to walk him every three hours, 24 hours a day. I had to make sure his GI tract was moving. He had certain feeding increment times. I had to, I was cooking him meals at some points. I was giving him soaked kibble at others. I was um, controlling his water intake and also taking this very heavy um, summer class and trying to also maintain relationships with my family and my boyfriend. And I was getting so overwhelmed because I was trying to do each thing perfectly while this big, event was happening and I wasn't I wasn't trying to find the the silver lining um and to me if you're like Lori what is the silver lining your service dog was sick you don't know what's gonna happen to him blah 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 but for me the silver lining was that Iran and I became more bonded I feel like we've left with a stronger bond than before. And I know you're like, that's got to be pretty intense because you already had to have a service dog and um, handler connection, which has to be pretty strong. But I feel like we're more in tune than before. I feel like I know him better. And my second silver lining is that I have just upped my time management skills. You cannot tell me that I can't, I, I cannot time block like a pro at this point um, between having to hit all of his um, deadlines for certain things and um, trying to orchestrate how to get him back on the road to recovery with, again, those alarms. I, I swear I'm gonna have PTSD from all these alarms. <laughs> but, um, like it's amazing how much time you realize you have when you were doing everything, everything in an hour and a half increments. Like it's it's like wow. 
I, I feel like my productivity has skylined, but if I had not chosen to try and look for an accept, look for the good, look for my silver lining, have grace with myself, knowing that I couldn't do things perfectly. I had, I had to accept that I couldn't be perfect and get everything done. And I did have to learn to become more flexible with my time during this period. But I also had to accept it and work with it and not against it because it was just making me frustrated and anxious and upset. And yeah, you really have to lean into this messy life we have because if you fight it, it's gonna be 5,000 times harder than it already is every day. And I know that's not easy. I know it's not. But the more you try and just a little bit, just a little bit every day, every moment adds up. Um, and yeah. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, what else should I add? But I think that's everything I want to say. I just, I feel so passionately that we all have to embrace what is thrown at us and then we have to move forward doing the best we can and with a growth mindset to come out of it better than when we and to come out of the storm better than we entered it um and with that <laughs> that's the end of the episode i hope you enjoyed it i hope you um this made sense um uh, and I hope you like this kind of sit down and chat style video. And with that, um, I have an affirmation that goes really, really well with today's chat. Um, it is no matter what happens, I know that it's not too much to overcome. No matter what happens, I know that it's not too much to overcome. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and have a lovely day.